Hey everyone, if you're like us, you're all on lockdown and you're in the house. There's not much to do. You're doing some work from home, but overall, yeah, quarantine stinks. We know, and we hope this episode helps you get through it. That's our honest hope, you know. We we bring this show to you day in and day out. Sorry, week in and week out. And we hope that it puts a smile on your face. Our voices, your ears. That's a weird combination when you say it like that, but... We do hope that it at least alleviates a little bit of what's going on in the world. And we hope that you're saying stay safe. Just like the title says, please wash your hands. Please take care of yourselves, everyone. We love you so much. And no matter what you do, keep a smile on your face and keep encouraging others around you. So we hope this episode helps do that for you. And remember, you can follow us on Twitter and Instagram at UGP underscore cast. You can also check us out on YouTube because we're on YouTube. Just look up Unknown Games Podcast. Leave a five-star review on iTunes or your listening platform of choice. And, yeah, that's right. There's another and. Remember to tell your friends, your family, whoever you love about us. And that's it. We hope you enjoy the show. And we'll see you on the other side. Everybody, what is up and welcome to the Unknown Games Podcast, episode number 26. I am your host, Adrian, and joining me today is, of course, the one with the most, my co-host, Alex. Hey, what's up, Alex? Exactly, and we're here to talk about games, games, video games, board game. Wait, not board games. I always think board games when I want to say games. We could. I mean, if you've been playing any recently. I don't have friends to play. I, no, I have oh, friends savage. to play. I have, I have friends to play. I'm just not out of the house enough you're not play. leaving your house right yeah. staying uh doing the social distancing exactly the rest me and the rest of the world we're all at home chilling which means that we got time to listen to the unknown games podcast that just failed yeah hard. let's get our let's get our listen count up <laughs> let's get our listen count up but yeah this is the podcast where we talk about japanese games usually technically and also you know fast food over here in the land of the east amongst other things i mean it's, it's just a nice little show and of course we we're here we have uh, a lot of things to talk about, I think, maybe. But, you know, I just want to say thanks for always listening, everyone, because without you, we are nothing. I mean, we're still here, but we're not as cool as we are with you, I think. Yeah. Yeah. So we hope you enjoyed the last episode that we did. We posted it on YouTube as well. You can always look us up at uh, the Unknown Games podcast on YouTube. So that was about Final Fantasy VII. We finally got to play it. I mean, we played it before, but... We got to play it together, me and Alex, and then you guys can check it out and look at the video. It's a really, I think we did a pretty good job, and the audio version is up as well, so you can kind of enjoy both ways, and we're going to be putting content up on the YouTube, and as always, you can check us out on Twitter and Facebook, not Facebook, Twitter and Instagram. Yeah, well, same company, right? Same company. I had some priorities right and most priorities wrong, but yeah, um, I don't know, man. How, how's your week been? How's your, how's your week been going? my week so far well we just started it in in japan here it's monday now time of recording oh that's true how, um, how was your weekend then <laughs> my weekend was pretty good i pretty much stayed home i didn't really do anything and i spent it um 
kind of playing games, I guess. So I'm still, I'm almost, I'm, I want to say I'm almost done Tokyo Mirage sessions. I feel like every, like, like every podcast, we're getting closer and closer to the finale, but in reality, we're still, I don't know. We're not that far though, right? Like how you're almost like what, what chapter now? Four? Um, so I, I'm between chapters right now. I'm between chapters four and five. And I think, uh, five is like the biggest, like chapter in terms of just story content. Okay. Uh, so I have, I'm by my estimate, I have like six to seven hours left. Most half of that actually is just like side story stuff. So that's not doing that bad. like the stories of each character. And you've been doing a, like pretty much all the side stories, right? Yeah, I'm trying to do all of them just because, you know, I, I guess I kind of, I kind of care about like where they're going. <laughs> like I, re- um, <laughs> I remember like every time but, we kind of talk about it, it's like, uh, you kind of like the story, but you don't, but you do, but you know. No, I don't really. I mean, is it, yeah, you're right. Is it still pulling um, you in just a little bit more, like, like just a tad? So a wee bit. Here's the thing. Like, I, I really appreciate the game for just being so anime, like so, mm. like. It's 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 such an, an anime, really, just the way that it is. Uh, and I kind of I kind of don't care, but I'm like, uh, yeah, it's fine, I guess. Like I accept it because of how it looks. Like it really fits. Like it looks how it is. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. It, 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 I mean, like it is what it is. When you look at the cover, I mean, it's it's you can't yeah, get much more so anime ri- than it's so ridiculous. <laughs> than it is. Like I think like when we were talking about it like way way like a couple weeks ago, and you're like, oh yeah, it's like Sailor Moon. Like that's such a good way to describe it. So did they ever? It's like, did they ever get sorry, past the, the the villain of the week kind of thing, or like is the no, overall villain? It. So each what? each chapter, it's like the own like each chapter is like a different bad guy, right? And they get like possessed by a different mirage, and so you got to go in and you got to like save them, and then you do like this super anime thing where you defeat them with like you know the power of love and friendship, and and then they are free from the mirage and. And they're like, I, I'm sorry, I didn't I'm know so what I was doing. Now. It's like, but so yeah. there's still no like overall villain is the thing. And I, not yet, is not it, yet. Is that but what I, you I, feel? I suspect they'll be revealing themselves really soon here. Okay, but do you think like that's what's making it feel like not allowing you to feel feel more engrossed in the story? Like, like knowing that there's a sense of there's someone pulling the strings, and you kind of want to yeah, see, yeah, or yeah, like yeah. You, you've seen them and you're interacting with them a little bit more, but. Like at this point, it sounds like you haven't interacted with them at all, and they're just going to be like Wizard of Oz. Cloak, yeah, they're, they're kind of like behind the the curtain the whole time here. So, I you know I don't know why things are happening. So, it's always like a a certain member of the entertainment industry is getting like possessed. Let's say so. In the first dungeon, it's it's well spoilers, but it's the first dungeon. But it's uh it's your long lost sister. She disappears. Dang. And then she turns, she's like alive actually this whole time, and but she's evil for some reason. And then you free her. Uh, and then the second dungeon, it's like, um, well, it's like a photographer, and the third dungeon is like a different kind of guy. So it's always a dude in the entertainment industry because you're, you're idols in this game, right? Right, right. And you're, you're doing the hustle, the grind. And there's a lot of people in the industry. I think like when it comes to showbiz, a lot of people are always kind of on the fence about who you're dealing with or. You know, everyone's kind of skeptical. So I, it's a good setting, at least. They they chose something good. It's maybe the execution overall. Yeah, in the story. but it, it really is. It's so Sailor Moon. It's just like a good person gets possessed and then you have to like, you know, free them, essentially. You have to take their heart out. I'm thinking of yeah, like, Pudicure, I think. I think Pudicure is like, there's there's one series where, because um, there's so many of the different Pudicure series, but um, there's one in there where it's like heart Pudicure, I think. And they like, 
Like they, they take your heart out, literally. They just pop your heart and you're free. And it's like, oh, your heart's cleansed now. It's like, awesome. I feel better now. Yeah, so that's Tokyo Mirage Sessions. I'm almost done. Um, and then hopefully I'll be... Well, I actually really think I'll be, I'll be done in probably in a week or a week and a half or something like that. And then after that, I'll probably chill out for a bit. Uh, well, I mean, you're, jump getting, into, you're getting close. We're getting close. Yeah, and then jump into FF7. Yeah, I mean, because... I don't know. So you are still playing scramble as well or no i'm not well i'm i'm trying to get to royal first okay. and i'm gonna get the scramble eventually okay and then the king comes out and the king comes i'm just out. playing so many atlas games so there's like there's so many and you know doom eternal comes out what next oh, week yeah or in like four weeks? days yeah. here it's gonna be it's it's a rush in march but at least you can beat doom eternal pretty quickly you know it's not like something you have to stay in 30 hours no, uh, per se. you know if, relatively it's a short game yeah. yeah if you just want to go through the story do some things and you know, kind of enjoyed, it. and I'm looking. I'm looking forward to it. Whoever's streaming it, I'm going to be looking at that game because I'm not going to buy it yeah. at the moment. I do like myself. Yeah, too. Doom was fun. Like Doom 2016. Like I love you know that game. I played a lot of the Doom multiplayer. It wasn't popular at all. Like I'm serious, it wasn't popular. It's it's. I mean, like when you look at it, that type of multiplayer, like Quake type of multiplayer, or Unreal Tournament kind of multiplayer style, is just gone. Yeah. Like it's. I know. It's extinct now. All right. Right. I don't, I don't know. If arena shooters will honestly will come back at least not for a couple of years because we've we've seen these trends where it's like, you know, Quake was huge like in the nineties, right? Yeah, nineties, even early two thousands. Um, I mean, yeah, remember there was Unreal Quake tournament and there was Quake on the PC, like, not oh not PC, but what I'm saying is like in your browser. Quake was it? What was it called? Quake Arena? Or? You're thinking of Quake Live? Yeah. Quake Live, yeah, yeah. I mean, it was to the point where they tried to kind of push it in that direction too. So everyone can yeah, play. and then Quake, Quake Live actually still exists, but it's now on Steam. You just have to buy it as a normal game. So it's still around. But yeah, it was Quake Live in the browser. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then, well, yeah, so like arena shooters were huge back in the early 2000s with Unreal Tournament and Quake. And then uh, we we got this trend of um, war shooters, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then that was quite some time. And then now I think we're, the market is seeing a lot of battle royales. Oh, yeah, yeah. And, and maybe it'll come back around eventually, maybe when we're, like, older or something like that. Yeah, know? I'll be, like, back in it'll, my day. <laughs> like, back, yeah. back in my day, which now is your day, son. You know, it's it's going to be one of those things. And, you know, it's, Yeah, it I played so much Unreal Tournament when I was a kid. I played Unreal Tournament, and then I also played, like, you know, like, SOCOM, which is, is not an arena shooter, but I also played uh, Tribes, which is... Oh, tribes. Yeah, tribes! I would say that's that's an arena that's an arena shooter. shooter yeah. yeah, tribes was, was was a lot of fun. Unreal and tribes, I think, were my my top two that I would I would play a lot. I think that's why I like Titanfall two so much. It's because like Titanfall two has a pretty, I don't know how to explain it. It's like a skill based movement system where if you're really skilled, you can move very quickly around the mm. arena. Mm. Yeah, uh, which is the same way that you can do like strafe jumping in Quake or rocket jumping. So that's uh, that's skill based. Like you have to learn how to how to strafe jump. I think like the last great arena type shooter was is Halo, right? Like like the Halo franchise. Uh yeah. So Halo, I would say borders on arena shooter. So, um, so yeah, there was Halo, and then you know I think Call of Duty kind of took over. Yeah. Once the COD came out, we never went back. I mean, COD of Call of Duty Modern Warfare. I think not. So much the original COD, which those are great. Yeah, those Call are Duty great 4, games. right? Yeah. Call of Duty 4. Call of Duty 4. Was the beginning of the end, let's say. The beginning of the end. It's like SpongeBob then. 
I'm not I'm not I'm not trying to to be mean to Call of Duty. I actually really did. I actually played a lot of Call of Duty 4 and Modern Warfare 2, so. Yeah. Yeah. Um and anyway, we're sorry, still playing Call of Duty kind of. <laughs> we're still playing yeah. Call of Duty a little bit, which we'll get to in the next segment. Of course, Warzone dropped. I'm I'm playing Neo. I'm streaming Neo and if you want to watch me stream, I stream on Wednesdays and Friday nights here in Japan, 9 p.m. to 12 a.m. Ninja Tricks, N I N J A T R A X. I hope I spelled that right. T R I X. You should uh you should get business cards for your channel. Like business cards and just hand them out like when I'm walking around randomly like Yeah, I'd be like, "Hey, you like video games?" and they'll be like, <laughs> "Yeah." And you're like, "Here, watch me play." And they'll be like, "Oh, okay." You know, so like as part of my work or where I, the place I work, sometimes I do go to events and like I do have business cards, but like there was actually actually someone in my company and I think it's like a a mindset they they were trying to say it's like you have to. You should always carry two types of business cards: one for your company and one for you. And I was like, actually, that, that makes pretty good sense. Like, you know, your that personal, does kind of make sense. Yeah. Yeah, your company card, then your personal card. So if you ever need me, this is what I do on the side. This is the the real thing I do. You know, it kind of yeah. pretty <laughs> hype. <laughs> so it's like, hey, this is me, and then and then like and then this is me. Wink. This is this is really me. You know, like yeah. So uh, yeah, yeah. So I started Neo earlier this week. The first Neo, not Neo two. And, uh, yeah, I've been enjoying it. I'm still, I, I finished the tutorial, of course, which I found it really strange. The castle is not the tutorial. I, oh, really? Because I, I didn't even get out of the castle when I was playing I, it. I have no earthly clue, but the castle was not the tutorial because it's like, did you like to do the tutorial now? I'm like, wasn't the castle? The, well, that wasn't the tutorial. <laughs> that wasn't what the was tutorial? that then? So, cause oh, that's funny. They don't teach you all of the mechanics. They don't t- teach you how to key pulse or... They don't give you access to skills or different weapons. I mean, you have different weapons, but you don't have different moves that you can upgrade in those skill trees. Um, and you don't have the stances, of course. So that's what it mainly mm-hmm. teaches you. It also says, okay, you can transform into a yokai if you want, or when your armor to gauge is full, whatever. So, I mean, it's fine. Uh, I went and played the, f- I think I'm almost through the first level, and I just have probably about like 10, 15 more minutes, honestly. But it's been fun. Like, honestly, like I said, because I've, played a little bit of the Neo 2 demo that got me into the mood and all the controls are the same of course like they they really did improve a lot of the kind of stat management in Neo 2 but okay. overall just like how you play the game is the same in Neo 2 there's some extra you know there's some extra quality of life things uh, especially like in in the skill upgrade system which I saw and I'm like oh my word the skill upgrade system in in Neo looks like Sekiro almost, which is kind of it's kind of strange. But, anyways, yeah, it's it's fun though. I'm I'm having fun. I, didn't, I haven't died a lot. I've died maybe like three times, um, but well, I'm gonna keep playing it. It's gonna be fun. I'm I'm looking forward to uh, Neo two eventually. When I I'm claiming that I'm gonna beat Neo one, I'm gonna make it past the game itself. Um, uh huh. But yeah, that was about it, man. I'm excited. That's good. Yeah. So, I mean, I don't know how long it'll take you to get through it, but yeah. So you're streaming it. So I guess people can come and yeah, yeah, definitely hang out and watch you stream it. Yeah. Come in and watch it. Uh, if you aren't able to watch it because we do like I stream essentially when it's like what morning in the West and maybe somewhat close to the afternoon in like UK and Europe. So like the time zones don't actually match up as much. You can definitely check it out on the, our YouTube channel. Uh, I have everything kind of sorted hopefully. So we can we're going to try to do some more content in terms of like me doing my streams and then also me and Alex streaming together we're well, not streaming but recording together similar to how we did the uh, Final Fantasy game we we're talking about doing like some um 
like arcade stuff, like some old old school. Oh yeah, yeah. We'll try to figure that out, and then hopefully we can get some good videos out of it. I've never played Streets of Rage. You should. It's really fun. <laughs> I, you know the one weird thing. Oh goodness, you know Castle Crashers. That was that's. Oh good yeah, too. I have that on PC. That's a, I've, I've loved that game. I've played it like three or four times, but every time it's still mm -hmm. been it's still been good. It's still been like real. You know what I mean? I think they're doing a Switch part of that really soon. Really? Yeah, I mean, it's been an old game. It's an old game, but I think they're still like trying to just, you know, they haven't forgotten about it. I'm really sure there's a Switch uh, part coming out soon. I wonder if they'll also bring like Alien Hominid too, because like they. Oh, uh, maybe that yeah. game needs to be preserved along with all the other Flash games that need to be preserved. Apparently, since Flash is, you know, by yeah. the dust. Hey, did you know that Newgrounds is still a website? Like you can go to Newgrounds.com right now, and it's still up, and it still looks the same. Well, like what was the other website? It was like Newgrounds, and then there was like the what was the Ant one? Um, ah, crap. There was like an Ant Ant named one too, but Newgrounds was one of the big ones that I used to go to. Mm. And like, I don't know, did you used to play those games in high school? Like in your class, like on the computer? Like Flash games? Yeah, Flash games, yeah. Uh, I didn't really during class, um, but I did like spend a lot of time on, I've been, I grew up on the internet basically, so. Yeah, I mean, it was just, it was chaos. If, if, if anyone in the early 2000s knows what we're talking about, like just going to school and, you know, you're in computer class and you finish all your work early, time to go on new grounds. Time to play some games. I can't remember what <laughs> I did as a kid, like on school computers. I really don't remember. They didn't have much. I mean, like our school computer at one point had Yahtzee. Like Yahtzee was in elementary school, like the game to play. And where in the world was Carmen San Diego with maybe? I speaking. think we have that as well. Yeah. We used to fight over who could get the computer because, like, they were only on certain computers, and I don't know like who installed them, but it was it was strange. Anyways, that's life back then. We did, yeah, we did some reminiscing, yeah, reminiscing today. Yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> yeah, just so you know, like you go to newgrounds.com, it's still up and it still looks the same. Also, Neopets, go to Neopets.com, nah, it's, it's still up. up. It's still it up. Still looks the same. It still looks. No, the same. it can't look so the same. Like not... There has to be some upgrade because that's like. No, 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 no. It's like it's like not formatted to modern browser like resolution. Oh so goodness. all the margins are like way far in in because it's not assuming you're using like a widescreen monitor. It's so crazy. That's worse than like a GeoCities, like. Yeah, well, rest in peace, GeoCities, because that's actually gone. <laughs> oh man, so we've we've gone down memory lane, and next up in the next segment, in the news, we're gonna look forward to the future because we've got things to talk about, you know, like, like next gen, Coronas. Yeah, like next gen. Yeah, next next gen and Corona, they go together. Is our life gonna <laughs> be full of just Corona going forward? Sure. Oh, I'm worried now. Take us into the next segment, Alex. All right. Well, we'll see you guys on the outside of the break. Don't go, don't go anywhere because we have uh, hot news. Hot news coming up. Just do it! Go for broke. Fight! Rebel 1. I forgot the I forgot the blaze blue one, guys. Oh, I'm, blaze I'm, blue. I'm sorry, guys. I I'm, I failed. I failed you all. I failed you all. I tried to it's be cool. A, the the wheel of fate is turning. Oh, there we go. Wheel of fate is turning. Rebel one. Wait, did I get it right? Oh, anyway, anyways, we're here with the news. That's what matters. The news. Right. <laughs> so, so earlier this week, uh, or was it last week? It was last week. There was the announcement that Horizon Zero Dawn is coming to PC now. 
I thought this was a pretty cool thing. And I, you know, on the Twitterverse, on the Twitters, I like to tweet on things. You know, I like to participate in other people's tweet, especially, you know, the former head of uh, Worldwide Studios from Sony, you know, Mr. Yoshida. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's cool. This isn't the first time he's tweeted about ramen. And I've said, that looks great. I wish I had some. And he like said, thanks. That looks good, too, or something, you know, and I'm like, oh, he commented on my. Yeah, we're, we're practically famous at this point. This is the this is so number three. He posted an interview with uh, Herman Hulst, former head of uh, Gorilla Studios, and who's now the Worldwide Studios head, right? So he mm-hmm. you knows an interview, and, and all I tweet is just looking forward to this read. Thanks for the share, Mr. Yoshida. And I put the thank you dog, you know, that really cute dog who's just smiling. I put that. Yeah. Next thing I know, Alex, you know, he's like, oh, you know, Yoshida have commented. I'm like, oh, crap. And he's like, yo. You are welcome, smiley face. And at this point, yeah. I'm so happy. Two hours later, Alex is like, yo, people are like blowing up on this post. And I'm like, what are you talking about? Like they're responding in happiness or something? Nah, people hate this. <laughs> they hate this news. <laughs> and how do they hate it, everyone? Apparently, no one wants Horizon Zero Dawn on PC because they feel it's offending their PlayStation, I don't know, loyalty or something. Like, honestly, yeah. some of the comments here... Uh, don't pay for PlayStation Plus, don't buy PS5, don't get anything on PSN until Hermit and his dumb ideas are out of PlayStation because exclusives should remain exclusive. Hashtag boycott PlayStation. There's probably been a lot of hashtag boycott PlayStations at one point in time. And yeah, we only need our exclusives on PlayStation. Sorry, this is sad for PS console. At least it had a good run. Like the console is gonna die. Like what, it's dead now. <laughs> what? What? I, like what? What? What is happening? There is literally a GIF of someone standing in front of a pile of crap. <laughs> oh, I didn't. I didn't see that. There's so many, and it's just it. 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 It goes on, and yeah, rip only. Only on PlayStation, and and so it got me curious. I said I was gonna read the interview, so I read the interview. Mm-hmm. And I think the interview was fine. So Herman actually, it says the, the interview, interviewer says, speaking of experimentation, there have been some rumors of Horizon Zero Dawn, you know, complete edition on PC. And can you confirm that? He's like, yeah, it's coming to PC this summer. I'm not direct quoting. This is from the uh, PlayStation blog as well. So you can go check it out. Maybe I'll put, I'll put it in the show notes where you can, you know, look at it yourself. Um, and he's just like, yeah. Okay. So they asked him, PlayStation is no stranger to publishing titles on the PC, but Horizon Zero Dawn is one of the largest games to make that leap. Is there anything you'd like to say to PlayStation fans? What does it mean for the future? So I'm like, yo, this is it. This is maybe he says something that messed something up. Maybe this is why these people are crazy. He says this. This is a direct quote. Sure. I think it's important that we stay open to new ideas of how to introduce more people to PlayStation and show people maybe what they've been missing out on and to maybe put a few minds at ease. Releasing one first-party AAA title to PC doesn't necessarily mean that every game now will come to PC. And in, now I'm going to not direct quote, but in his mind, Horizon Zero Dawn was a good fit for this, and they don't have any plans to do like day and date releases. Like I said, we will remain 100% committed to dedicated hardware, meaning PlayStation first. Right, or at least like they'll be on PlayStation first, because you got to remember, Horizon Zero Dawn came out like what 2017. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So it's not a new game by not, any not means. It's yeah. It's it's like you said, giving people who haven't had the opportunity a chance to see what they've been missing out on. You know what I mean? Not everyone has a PlayStation. Sure, yeah. But this um, post. Well, keeps I mean, going. 
we were kind of talking about this like with ff7 last week where it's like it's exclusive to playstation for one year right 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 uh and then after that we don't know where it's going but we're assuming xbox and pc Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then I was like, "Oh, I'm. You know what? I'm probably gonna buy it again on PC just because I want my games on PC." Yeah, and and I've I've kind of had that same thing, and I think we talked about this last week when I said I would actually rather pay for a PS Plus subscription that didn't have the free games, and that was just actually you know a cheaper fee, and I would actually get some of them on PC. You know? Yeah. So the thing about giving people choice, I think, is is important here because, like, um, yeah, like now you have your game that's available to more people that can that can enjoy it, mm-hmm. and I think he's, he is putting a, a positive spin on it for PlayStation fans, where it's like, oh well, guess what? If you like this kind of stuff, maybe you should get a PlayStation because you get to play it three years earlier, which is you know a it's, long time. It's pretty, yeah. It's that's a that's a good gap, you know. Right, and I think if you're a PlayStation fan. Like, I don't, by no means does this devalue your console. You're still getting it on PlayStation. You can still play, play it. it on like, you, it's on PlayStation 4. It's not like they're taking it away. You know right, I mean? right. Yeah, it's 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 an addition. If you want to buy it again to support the developer, you can even do that. Or, you know, if you if they make some additional tweaks that they couldn't do on the PlayStation 4 version, you know what I mean? Like, it's it's mm-hmm. a good it's a good thing all around if you if you want to take the lunge and, and, and buy it or if you haven't played it. Yeah, because, like, I actually haven't played it. I actually, well, I don't, well, maybe I own it. Like, my girlfriend owns it, so it's on the shelf over there. So I could actually just go over and play it tonight. You could. Um, But just <laughs> for me personally, for those types of games, I prefer to play them on PC. Hmm. Hmm. So now that it's coming out on PC, I'm like, oh, you know what? Maybe I'll go check it out. Maybe I'll go buy it. Because um, I, I do kind of prefer games that have a, a shooting mechanic, I guess, to, to be on PC, because I like using a mouse. But, I mean, you're still going to play with, on a controller, though. Uh, I could. That's I like, might, that's like but I might you, just you use wanna, mouse, actually. It's like saying you want to play, like, I don't know, it, it it's, I mean, it is a shooter, kind of, but it's a platformer. Uh, you have your preferences. We'll continue. Yeah, yeah. No, I've, <laughs> we'll like, I've played a lot of games like that with a mouse. Um, like, a, Tomb Raider, I think, plays great. Wait, really? on a, yeah it does I, I i can't knock i haven't tried it so i can't knock it you know i can't knock it until i try it yeah um i guess yeah like games like tomb raider i think are great on pc but um well i think it's exciting for for to be on pc because now you have like because pc hardware scales so much like you mm. have basically uh, you know let's just say like a gaming pc but then you have like i don't know the overkill pc yeah yeah you'll have like the one that just can do everything and then, and if you have one of those, if you have the money to invest in a nice PC, then you you could play Horizon Zero Dawn at like 4K, 120 now, frames per second or that's higher, assuming, which is just insane. That's assuming they have 4K textures in it. You know what I mean? It's if, uh, it, they probably do because it, it's 4K on on PS4 Pro. Oh, okay, okay. So yeah, yeah uh, you know, hopefully they make some additional some additional fixes to whatever they they had to do. But yeah, I I think PS4 Pro runs at I don't, I don't know, but it can be more than sixty. I just, it's not more than sixty, right? I don't, I don't believe so. I think it's like sixty or thirty, you know, normal or sixty, basically. It'll be either thirty or sixty, right? right so right. it'll be cool to see the game run at four K at like you know one hundred twenty and higher. So that's something that's only afforded to um, gaming on PC, which is what I want to see. I want to see that. You know what I mean? And it's the same thing like when PS, oh, sorry, when FF fifteen came out on PC, mm-hmm. it was just like, hey, good news, guys, like 
no frame cap, 4K textures go nuts. Well, I think like the the difference between like, you know, no frame cap and all of the technical, you know, like nice little bells and whistles for most people. It's not like a thing that they understand or like it's not something that they they know how to access themselves, even if they have a Uh PC that's pretty decent. Um, But it's still... I don't know. Like, it's still the fact that those options are available, like we were talking about. Having the option is better than not having it. And at the same time, I think going forward with PlayStation as their strategy, I'm not with PlayStation, sorry, I'm not like working for them. (laughs) But it's the thing where, you know, Microsoft is doing the same thing, you know? You, day, I think theirs is even potentially day and day. It is day and day. day Like, Gears 5 was PC and Xbox same day. Like, why even buy it on their console? They're, and that's a bold move, you know? That's, that's pretty bold. They could choose to lock it behind Xbox only, but they want to have more people playing. And I think when we kind of talk about games, there was a time when it was really about those console wars, who's got the exclusives. And and now I think we've gotten to the point, and you'll see that with crossplay, right? A lot of people just want to play the game anywhere and everywhere that they can. Yeah, and it's, it's a lot of it's convenience. And just to give you a, like a little bit of example, it's like, um, I wanted to replay Metal Gear Solid 4 recently, mm-hmm. but that's like a PS3 game, right? Yes. Yeah. So it's it like is. a little bit, it's like a tiny bit of a pain in the ass to just like grab my PS3 and hook it up again. I mean, it, it's, it might be on PlayStation now, but you didn't have to have a PS Now subscription. So, yeah. Right. But I also recently replayed FF13 on my PC and mm. FF13 is a PS3 game. So same generation as MGS4. Yeah, yeah. The difference is, is now because I own it on PC, I just Wait, reinstalled just it, it and started playing. And and that's, that's I had the same feeling. So Square Enix had a sale like I think two weeks ago or so. And like, you know, all their stuff was discounted pretty, pretty heavily. And they had all of the 13 series for $10 a piece. And I'm like, okay, well, I've played Final Fantasy 10. I do have 10 too. No, sorry, sorry. Final Fantasy 13. Uh, I do have 13 too, but... I have to hook up my PlayStation. And I was like, well, you know, I could just buy both of these for 20 bucks and just you yeah, know, exactly. continue, right? It was it was a matter exactly. of convenience. Yeah. Like you said, like it's I didn't convenient. care if it was on PlayStation or not. I just wanted to play the game and kind of continue or just buy it and let it sit there, whatever. It, like at least if it's on PC, I know that going forward, I'll still have it. Exactly, exactly, exactly. It doesn't, it, you know? Yeah, like even if there's a PS6, you're probably still going to have a PC without so, needing like, to yeah access you can play it still. and i think that's i think that's the thing so there's this thread is still going like how many how, i'm going to scroll up and see how many um replies are here i mean there's just the gifts are amazing i mean it's it's not actually that bad right 78 retweets 691 likes if there were dislikes there would probably be more uh, let me just uh I just want to see. I just think it's like, yeah, it's awesome to give people more choice. And if you want to support PlayStation, you still can. Like, they're not taking the game away from you. You can still play it. And you played it like you got to play it three years earlier. Well, you know the best way to support PlayStation is to buy a PlayStation 5. Yeah, buy four PlayStation 5s. See, we do work for PlayStation. <laughs> I'll just buy it. No. Yeah. <laughs> um, well, sorry. Uh, also, Death Stranding is coming on PC. So if you haven't oh, picked up right. Death Stranding, you can get it on PC like in a couple of months here. And I think that's what we'll start to see. We'll see a lot of these kind of yearly exclusives for PlayStation for some of their games. Um, and then at the same time, like it's a good, it's good for the studios, you know, like it's, it's great that they can sell one time, but then they're also making money back at the same time. So 
releasing on another platform gives them more revenue and they can make something better for you next time. Even better, you know, with the lessons they've learned. And, uh, you know, I'm just saying, give back. Give back, people. Don't be hating. Don't be hating. Yeah. Something you and can then people about. can double dip. Like I double dipped on F15 and stuff. Double dip, except for when you're talking about Corona. Don't double dip on that. Or else you end up like E3. Canceled. Um. Okay. <laughs> I was like, that was really sudden. Are you trying? Are you? Did you plan that? No, no, I never planned it. Did you write it? Did you write it down? Oh, no, I don't. I don't You're write like, it I want to say is, this. This is all ad lib from the greatest mind around. They could call me one of the best comics if I was on a mic. Cool. All right. Anyways, like, yeah, E3. Loser. <laughs> yeah, E3's canceled. Rest in peace, E3. Rest in peace, man. I, I don't know. Everyone was kind of like, oh my goodness, E3's gone. I'm like, shouldn't it have already been gone? Oh, yeah. That was think, my reaction, uh, honestly. A lot of people are saying that E3 is what, like, it's not the same as it used to be. And, and it hasn't been for a long time. I mean, I think the last great E3 we had, was FF7 actually unveiled at E3, or was it in a separate theater that Sony was doing a show at? I think it was... It, it might have been at E3. I don't know, dude. I can't remember. It was like 2016 or some... 15? 16? Yeah, I, I super can't remember when they announced it, but... Like, I feel like um, it, was, it was at E3, E3 you know but now no company i mean microsoft is there i think they have a, a show they have a, a you know a booth on the show floor you know some of the indie game publishers but now it's just like why bother save yourself money put yourself on you know your other events um you know you got xboxes i think it's like what is it like experience or something and then playstation has their own thing i mean everyone has their own thing and so really all you're doing is looking at streams of press conferences or shows, whatever. You're looking at streams. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They can still do that. They can still do that this year. There won't be a press in front to do it with, but they could have a stream if they wanted to. So I think like as a fan, um I, I think E3 this year won't be that much different because we're kind of just consuming content over the internet. Because I've I've never gone to E3, right? Yeah, yeah, same here. So what difference does it make to me? It doesn't make a difference because I would always get my my content through the internet, right? right? Through live streams or through like people kind of writing about it. Exactly, exactly. But I think E3 affects the people that go there for networking. That's who this affects. Uh, I mean, even GDC was, you know, postponed well, or indefinitely canceled this year as well. And, right. you know, th that's a good point. You know, there are some parts where, uh, especially for indie game developers, and, and, and it's also press exposure too. You know, it's another stop on the the press circuit for indie games exactly yep. yeah so if you're promoting a game um i don't i can't think of something that's what's a cyberpunk because that's not out yet right no yeah it's not so out. cyberpunk would probably maybe you know be there to be like here's a new trailer whatever and kind of drum up some more hype uh of course there's nothing stopping them from just putting that on the internet it's like hey don't forget about us yeah. um you know here's which, the trailer. which they're gonna have to do that's it you bring up a good situation because cyberpunk like Europe right now is pretty much the center of the uh, Corona. I mean, it's, it's a big little area and Gamescom most likely will be canceled. I assume um, if not, then they'll have something they can do there. But if not, then TGS is past when the game comes out. If I remember it comes out in August. So there's no um, like major press junkets. Is it August? I thought it was October. It's October? Oh, well then TGS is your last hope <laughs> potentially. Yeah. And I don't at least, you know, obviously we don't know what's gonna happen at TGS this year either. But exactly. Uh 
Yeah, but for fans, probably no change. But just for people that go there to network, uh, to hand out business cards, to try to get business deals, mm -hmm. that's who this affects. Yeah, it definitely affects those. And, and people who, I know there's a lot of people who, you know, since they opened it up to the public, you know, they've been able to go and they've been going for, you know, I think it's what, two, three years now? They've been going consecutively. So it's it's like Comic-Con, which is also not going to happen probably. You know, it's just one of those group, those times you can get together with your friends, go out, hang out, go see and wait in lines, do whatever, but see things that you've always wanted to see, you know. There's nothing like the first time when I went to TGS and I was like, holy crap, I've seen this on the internet, the TV, but I'm standing here, you know? And it doesn't ever really fade away. Every time you go, you're always like, okay, what's here this time? What's What can I do, you know? And that, that kind of excitement, it does think that, you know, that excitement for everyone, you know, people who work there, people who are going to promote things and for all of us watching, like, we're not going to have that, you know, that excitement won't be there anymore. Mm-hmm. I think that's the, the thing I, I think I can miss because you, you kind of hope for some big announcements. But, you know, the Game Awards. <laughs> no, gosh, not Game Awards. It's crazy. Oh, yeah. It's crazy. Like E3 is just, it's okay. It's been okay the, these past years as a watcher. But I do feel for people who are going. And I would like to go. I mean, would you, do you still want to go to E3? Like if you have the chance? Uh, yeah, if I really had the chance of us, if I was for some reason in the area and uh, I didn't hate, you know, let's say crowds, then sure, I would, I would do it. Because uh, ever since I moved to Japan, E3, all the hot announcements have been like 2 a.m., 3 a.m. for me. Mm -mm. And unless I'm like taking the next day off work, I just can't watch them live. It's not fun anymore because I'll just wake up and I'll be like, I'll just check the, the internet and yeah, be like, oh, that's cool, that's just cool. Check the I mean, we've uh, had. But I mean,. Oh, continue, continue. Yeah, on the flip side, I get this, you know, CTGS, but not E3. And there is a difference in each of the shows. Um, and I, I haven't been to Gamescom, so or it's yeah, Gamescom. I haven't been there, so I, I don't know how that show is. I know it's pretty big as well. And mm -hmm. you know, they each have their own flavor, though. Even in you know, because the, the different developers who can participate. You know, some people can't fly out, some people can, but you see different colors of, uh, of, of each of the the areas, the countries. It's very nice, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. like a rainbow. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Uh, sure. Well, as you know, E3 being canceled, a lot of things being canceled. My friend in LA said, you know, the governor just said, you know, every, restaurants, bars, everything's closed until the 31st of March. I think schools are still closed here in Japan. And, you know, it's a lot of things around the world are being canceled or postponed, maybe doing live streams instead. And, you know, if you feel like you want to do some some help there, there's folding at home. Apparently, NVIDIA was like, hey, guys, you got to... NVIDIA? Yeah, NVIDIA. Uh, let me pull up this, this story right here. But apparently, NVIDIA is putting out a call to all PC gamers. This story came from uh, Games Radar. And you remember... Do you remember folding at home, like, on PS3? I do, yeah. It was, it was a pretty big thing on uh, the PS3. Yeah, so they're hoping that... And I believe this is from their Twitter. They said, you know, PC gamers, let's put those GPUs to work. Join us and our friends at um, the official PCMR in supporting folding at home and donating unused GPU computing power to fighting against the, the COVID-19. You know, you got to fight against that C-virus. Yeah. So are you going to... Um... I can do it now. Yeah, because you have a, a I gaming have, PC. I have a gaming PC. I mean, I can even hook up my PS3. Alex, that's a reason for us to... You can play Metal Gear Solid 4 now. Yeah, all right. <laughs> Hook it up, start folding. <laughs> fold at home, man. You got to fold. And 
of course, the delays don't stop there and cancellations, you know, next gen systems. I think we even talked about this previously, but, you know, with manufacturing things, I don't know. I think we're going to be seeing next gen next year. You might, it might get delayed with manufacturing issues. It's possible at this point for sure. Yeah. Uh, who knows how long this thing is going to last. And I don't know. We, we don't want to like talk about it, because, but it's just one of those things that's in the world that's happening. That's too big to kind of ignore. Um, but what's also big and not hard to ignore is Call of Duty Warzone. Did I get that right? Yeah. Call of Duty Warzone, yeah. Warzone. So the free-to-play Battle Royale mode for Call of Duty Modern Warfare. Dude, it's it's up to 15 million players now. Uh, Yeah, I think it's it's been growing for sure. So uh, I've, I've been spending a couple hours with it um, last couple nights. Mm-hmm. Been pretty good. Uh, it, It's all right. So I guess my first impression is that it's just Call of Duty. So it handles very much like Call of Duty. Mm-hmm. Um, So if you have played Modern Warfare, like the new one, Everything is the same as in Warzone. So the way that guns handle, the way that your character moves, just the quirks about the multiplayer, Mm -hmm. that's the exact same. You're not getting a different experience. You're not getting a different movement system or running speed or whatever. So it's, for people who don't know, and if you don't know, you know, Warfare has, it's a battle royale. It's got two modes, Plunder, and I think it's it's literally just called Battle Battle Royale. Royale. And they're they're pretty similar, but basically you have 150 players on the map, teams of three. Um, I think plunder. You're, the goal is to win whoever has the most money in the game. Yep. Mm-hmm. Their team wins, and then as opposed to battle royale, where it's whoever is the last person standing. Um, they're kind of. I don't know if it's a gimmick. I'm not sure, but the way that you can kind of have a second chance is the gulag the gulag yeah when you when you die you get sent to a prison and you you have a chance to you know fight for your life in a one-on-one situation but you you know you don't have a lot of life it's pretty much one shot two shots depending on the other weapons random to each round um so if you're playing in modern warfare you always land with a pistol and you have mm-hmm. to loot for your guns if you're playing plunder you get to land with your loadout but there, you still get to find guns around okay 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 so, yeah, it's it's good. I I played it and I played it with a couple of friends. It's I mean, like you said, it's it's Call of Duty. I don't really like that. There's I don't know. There's no personality in it. My friend's like, yeah, it's Call of Duty. It doesn't need personality. <laughs> yeah, it's just Call of Duty. So the time to kill is like extremely low. It's so low, and uh, I've noticed that like healing or not healing, but the armor. Yeah, it's actually not that common. It's not. Like, you'll go for a long period of time without having armor. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I didn't see so, armor. Yeah, well, you, you you should have a little bit when you start, but you pretty much have to loot it, and it's not that common. And you can only have up to a stack of five in your inventory. Right, and right. you can only have up to three, like, I guess, armor chunks on your, your body at a time. So... Most players have very little armor, and time to kill is so low. Like, armor shatters quickly, and then people go down very quickly. Mm-hmm. Um, on the flip side, it's it's still Call of Duty, so you self-heal if, as long as you're not dead yet. Right, right. There's it, a couple things I like about the game, to be honest. As, um, such as? So I like the fact that you can um, you can re-armor, and you can heal, basically, while, while running. So you, unlike okay. in Apex, where you just you turn into a turtle while you're healing... You, you do kind of like slow down. And I think there, there is a difference. I, I I do like the kind of 
the map is so open in Modern Warfare. It's it's a lot easier to like not focus on what's happening and then like go into focusing, go out. But Apex, it's always just focus, focus. Yeah, so I, I like the fact that you can you can move um, while healing. I like the fact that when you have self-revive, uh, if you... Well, I like that you self-revive way faster than an Apex, like with a gold shield. That gold, they, um, they need to fix that in Apex. I'm not going to lie. Yeah. It, it needs to be fixed. So I like the fact that when you self-res, it's actually like reasonable. It's not slow as hell. Um, also, if you stop self-reviving mm -hmm. and you restart it like fast enough, you'll pick up from where you left off. Oh, okay. Okay, that that's good. Yeah, so I like that. Um, and I like the fact that um, like looting is simplified a lot in Warzone, so it really keeps the in, the focus on gun engagements. So you're not trying to... You're not doing inventory management, essentially, where it's like, oh, I want this, but I got to right. drop this thing. I mean, you're, you don't got to do that. Yeah, you don't have to worry about... Because, I mean, Apex has some variables. And I, I think I took that away. Like, there's two things. On one hand, I appreciate how visual... Apex is with a lot of the references, not references, but just cues, you know, I, I know where a respawn beacon is. I know where, mm -hmm, um, mm -hmm. I know what this item is by looking at it on the map, like Call of Duty, when the guns pop up, I have no clue. It's just kind of like, oh yeah, yeah. what is this, you know, but everything self picks up, like you said, I think that the way that you can drop items is actually really intuitive. Like just open your menu and just press drop. Like it doesn't take yeah. up a full part of your screen. It's just there. And it's really, it's simple and fast. And I like, yeah, so when you run over armor in Call of Duty, you'll pick it up automatically. Mm -hmm. If you're playing Plunder, you'll run over cash, you'll pick it up automatically. Right. Uh, ammo, you'll pick it up automatically. Exactly. exactly. So it's not like you don't got to like loot it. And then guns are just guns. They're just singular things. You don't got to look for stock. You don't got to look for a scope. It's just like, right. is that a better gun? And Grab then, it. That's it. And then, you know, once you level up, and I think this is actually pretty cool. And I think, you know, this is also in other games. I know like Battlefield as well and probably Call of Duty. But the way you can kind of progress with your gun, uh, the more you play with it, the you know, the more unlocks you get for it. You, so you can kind of customize mm -hmm. it mm -hmm. even further to the each little part. So instead of picking up those parts, you can call in your loadout. Um, yes. Yeah. And then you get your, you know, this is how your, I want your loadout. Your yeah. loadout. So you're actually then playing Call of Duty, you know. Like you want to, and you can buy perks. You know, my friend was saying you don't have to, and I haven't done any of the perks, but it was just like, yeah, you know, they don't turn the tide of battle per se, but they're just, they're good. They make you feel good. Yeah. Um. So I, I actually, there's a lot of about Warzone that I'm enjoying. I like the looting. There's the fact there's no backpacks. You don't got to sweat having a tiny backpack. Yeah. That's all simple. Gun engagements are tight. Like they, they when you're, when you're doing the engagements, mm -hmm. like it's short time to kill, which I, I kind of like actually, but. Well, you know, the other thing I like is that you, there will be hot zones, of course, but when you're engaging, I don't feel like you have to worry as much about a third party. The map is huge. Like, you're hearing gunshots all the time, but it, it's not like, okay, I'm waiting to third party. Like, in Apex, you know where that team is. You know yeah, where you actually moving. You actually have, like, the radar, so you know where they actually are. Yeah, yeah. So Like, it's, they show up as the red dot, so you know precisely where they are. It's 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 um, good in its own way. I just like I said, for me, it's just bland. I don't like the color. The the map just looks so. It makes me even appreciate Fortnite having color. Ah, <laughs> uh, just I don't like Fortnite. Anyways, but there's a couple of things that I think need fixing, but won't get fixed probably because it's tied to the main multiplayer mode. Okay. Um, well, I mean, they could fix it, but the ping system is pretty bad. It's a weird ping system. Yeah, and I mean, like, Apex, the way that they, they have the visual cues, so, like, when you 
ping a weapon, it's on the screen too. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. So it's like a tiny icon of the gun that you're pinging, or if it's ammo, mm -hmm. it's like mm -hmm. I, the the ammo. If it's a shield, it's a shield, right? Exactly, exactly. Yeah. So that's that. I I know. I guess I took that for granted because when I when I jumped over to, to Call of Duty, it's just like even if it's not a weapon, if it's like the let's say the buy station. Mm -hmm. Or a contract, they'll just say like, do "The buy station is so small." They'll just be like, "Do you need this?" And I'm like, "Do I need what? Do I need the buy station, or like, do I need the contract?" Like, it's it's so there's no voice lines that are meant for the thing. So yeah, it's kind of sucks. In any case, so I've been playing both. Like, I've been going back and forth between Apex and Warzone, and I like the the engagements in Warzone. I like how they're they're fast and with basically just Call of Duty, right? It's like instance Call of Duty. Yeah. It's just, it's just Call of Duty. And then when I go back to Apex, I'm just like, oh, this is fun. Like, I like sliding and jumping and mantling. And I like doing air strafing and stuff like that. Well, another thing that you kind of like, what I, I don't know how to transition to this one. I was going to say, like, another thing that you kind of like to do and is eat, you can yeah. is, is eat, sleep, and, and celebrate Nier's 10th anniversary. Sure, yeah. Apparently, uh, they're going to have like a 10-hour live stream. Yeah, and it's going to be on exciting. Nico Nico. Uh -huh. So it's pretty cool. It's going to be on the 29th here in Japan. For 10 hours straight. I have no idea what they're going to like even do for that live stream. I don't know, man. There's, there's like I said, 10 hours. There's going to be three different talk sessions is what they're having, mm -hmm. is what they're saying. Like a concert, a stage. It says butai, so it's like stage play, but uh, I don't know. And then it's like talk. So There might actually be a stage yeah. play because there there is a near stage play. I guess everyone can. And like like we said, everyone shut in from the corona. So that's why this is actually, you know, online. It's the best way to do it. Everyone, hopefully, you don't have to get a premium pass for Nico Nico or anything. Just tune in and check it out. And hopefully, I don't know, maybe we'll have some news on either a remaster for Nier Automata or, you know, a remaster for the old Nier games. Yeah. I'll, or I'll, a sequel. More than a sequel, well, actually, sequel I, I want or, a remaster. Continuation. I want a really? remaster for the first ones. I think so too, yeah. And that goes along with what we were talking about too, like earlier with Horizon Zero Dawn. <laughs> you know, if you want to play those games now, you gotta get your it's PS3. a little bit of a hassle. Yeah, you got to get your hassle. PS3. Um, so, hey, hook us up with some remakes. Actually, you know, and I think a lot of people would be curious to play them too. So I Exactly. Think I think a lot that. of people like started with Automata because it was so well-received, but no one had touched mm -hmm. near like because it was, well, not well-received. And what they'll find themselves is that the music is great in both, mm -hmm. but the gameplay is different. <laughs> they don't, I just don't go in going like, "Oh, um, this is gonna be an action, it's gonna be an action game." Yeah, I, I want stuff, like but... I hope Platinum can be like, "All right, we'll we'll do the combat again for for this version or something." That would be kind of cool, like Uber Remix. But you know, they're focusing on being themselves, being um, independent. So I don't know. I don't know if they're still taking contracts. I don't know what they're doing. But... Uh, they might. I, I don't know how much money they have. They probably have a lot of money thanks to Tencent, but um, you <laughs> know. They have some money to do their thing. To do their thing. Yeah. So, so I would love yeah. a, a remaster of Nier on PC so I don't like have to dig out a, a console. Well, I don't know. It's cool that the PS5 is backwards compatible because you get to hold on to those games for another gen. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. But again, like the PC is eternal, man. Like you can play anything <laughs> until until this until Steam or something just doesn't exist. Yeah, that's true. Or yeah, the, that's true. Or like the licenses just finally go away because they upgrade to something else and the contracts are like bump this. Yeah, I think a lot of that's a this is a side question, but like not a side question, but like a, a random a side here. 
um, because a lot of PC gamers have their games on Steam, it's like, what mm -hmm. happens if you lose your account? Or what happens if Steam explodes? Like, you know, what well, then? Well, if you lose your account, then you better call them and or email them and try to get it back. Tell them all your details. I mean, that, that one's not as bad. But like you said, like, if Steam does go away for some reason and i mean like in, in, in all these services just like from playstation 3 to ps4 or xbox to xbox one all these you know these services they have to renew these licenses which means they have to go negotiate the contracts mm -hmm. and all that crap yeah that's and i think for pc maybe it's not as big of a deal but that's only if steam the platform itself experiences a huge major change yeah will something like that happen if it doesn't then we should be good i think um that's the one thing that kind of sucks about this digital age is that when licenses go away, you can't really enjoy certain games anymore. Like there's a reason why MVC two was pulled from the store, right? Mm. There's a mm. reason why we can't play uh like I don't did you ever play the Scott Pilgrim game? Oh yeah, yeah. Me and my friend would beat it. Yeah, yeah I love that game. So, and I was like I was like, I wanna play it's it again, game. but guess was... yeah, I can't play it because it's gone. It's gone. Wait, is it gone for good good? I think I think if you have a PS3, maybe you can still download oh. it. If you if you bought if, it, you can still download it. If you it. bought it, you can re-download it. Uh, wait, did I have? No, I had the demo. But you can't My like. My friend had the game. You can't buy it anymore. Is the thing. That was a good game. That was, was actually was a good, a good game. game. Yeah. Like I hated that movie. On every bit, <laughs> I have a friend who loves it, but the game was on fire. The game was right. So the game was good. There, there was never a, a PC version of it either right it was console oh, that only been, dude that would have been perfect for us to, to like play yeah so i was like oh i want to play but i can't because they don't have the license anymore so that's just like a, a byproduct of this digital age where things have to be licensed continuously yeah it's it's just one of those things so i don't know hopefully we won't have to face the apocalypse either the digital apocalypse or the corona apocalypse both of them will be solved by swift justice what yeah yes <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know what to say, sure. but swift justice popped in my mind because justice for all. I don't know. All might might come in and just go, ooh, don't worry. Um, okay, anyways, everybody. Thank you for listening to the show this time. We are on episode 26. We're almost to the big 30. We're catching up to our uh, our age. <laughs> well, you know, I'm 21. Yeah, Alex is actually younger than me. It's kind of, I don't know. It, it makes me feel like I'm, I'm getting too old, but yeah. I don't know. We're catching up to my age. Sure. And of course, you can always follow us on Twitter and Instagram at UGP underscore cast. And of course, check out our YouTube. Just look up Unknown Games Podcast. We're doing some cool things there and we'll be posting here and there, especially once a month to be looking for some co-op stuff with me and Alex. And after that, remember, just tell your friends and family, your cats, your dogs, and your pillows. I don't know why. I just thought about pillows. Your waifu pillows. Exactly. See, Alex knows what I'm talking about. Tell your waifu pillows about us. Tell us, tell them that we're awesome and you love listening to us and you love leaving us a five-star review on iTunes. <laughs> uh, uh. Yeah. Okay, guys. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm going I'm to go, go to sleep. Huh. I'm going to go to sleep now. Okay. I'm sleep deprived. All right. Yeah. So we'll check you next week, everyone. Remember, episode 27 is coming. You set the tone. Go play some games. Enjoy what you do. Stay inside. Stay safe. But remember that the outside is not to be feared. Just wash your hands. Mm-hmm. Sounds good. There we go. We're out. Peace. All right. Peace.